0: All right, ladies, may I have your names, please?
1: Sage, and I'm Gabby.
0: I see. And what parts are you trying out for today?
1: We're trying out for Elizabeth and Charlotte.
0: Ah, yes. As you ladies know, these two characters are very close friends. It'll be difficult to perform this in a way that doesn't seem... ingenuine.
1: Ingenuine? He means it might seem fake if we don't do it right. Oh, well, I don't think it'll be hard for us to, seeing as we're already friends.
0: Hmm. yes. And that assumes that both of you will be cast for your desired parts.
1: You mean, one of us might not get into
2: the show? Excuse me, sir.
0: What is it? I'm in the middle of auditions.
2: It's the producer. She says it's urgent.
0: Oh, of course it is. Pardon me, ladies, I'll be right back.
1: We'll be here. What are we going to do, Sage? Just like we rehearsed. We act out the scene and we just do our very best. But I don't wanna be in the show if you aren't in it. Relax, we're gonna make it into the show. How can you be so sure? This is a small theater company and it's a big show. There shouldn't need extras. You mean people in the background that don't have any lines? Sure, imagine all the glitz and glamor of showbiz and you don't have to learn any lines. It's the best of both worlds. I guess when you put it that way. Like I said, we've got nothing to worry about. Here, let's listen to the radio. That will help you get into character. It will? Maybe. Either way, it's better than not listening to the radio.
0: How's the rehearsal going, girls?
1: Pretty good, Mr. Jacobs. Gabby and I are just working on our motivation.
0: Motivation, huh?
1: Yeah. You know, why a character does what they do? Right. Usually, it's because they want something.
0: I see. So what kinds of motivations do you think your characters have in this play?
1: I don't know. Sage's character wants her family to be happy and safe, I guess. Mine, I don't know. That's why we're working on it.
0: Well, I'll leave you to it then.
2: Hi, Mr. Jacobs. What's going on?
0: Good morning, Monica. Sage and Gabriella are working on their acting, and I'm just doing some cleaning up around here. How about yourself?
2: I'm okay, I guess. I did want to talk to you, though.
0: Talk with me, huh? Is something wrong?
2: Not really. I mean, sort of. It's more that I'm concerned about something one of my friends said.
0: This sounds like it's complicated.
2: That's the thing. I don't know if it is or not. That's why I wanted to talk to you.
0: Okay. You start, and I'll listen.
2: Thanks. So I was talking with one of my friends yesterday, and she's a little older than I am, just so you know. Got it. Anyway. We were talking about our plans for the weekend, and I mentioned that my church was gonna have a picnic right after the service, and that if she wanted to come, she could.
0: That was very hospitable of you.
2: Yeah, and what?
0: Uh, Nice. You were being nice.
2: Oh, right. So when I told her that, she kind of made a face and said that she didn't feel comfortable about going to church.
0: I see. Did she say why?
2: Yeah. She said that anyone who goes to church is a hypocrite, and she didn't want to be like that.
0: Ah, yes.
2: Anyway, I didn't know what that meant, but I got the feeling it wasn't a good thing, so I wanted to ask you about it.
0: Well, you're right about it not being a good thing. Hypocrisy is something that has been a problem in... Oh, right on time. I'll be right back, Monica. Hold that thought, though.
2: Yeah, I know how it works. I'll listen to the radio while I wait.
0: God uses people of all ages to do His work. Here's some more pint-sized encouragement from Family Life.
1: Isaac was a young boy when God told Abraham to sacrifice him. Even when he was placed on the altar, Isaac never tried to run away because he trusted that God would keep his promise and let him live. In the end, God saved his life. Are you ever afraid to do what God asks? Just like Isaac, you can trust God to keep his promises. Don't be afraid to tell others about the promises God has made for your life.
0: Looking at ways God uses His children. Keep listening for more Point-Sized Encouragement from Family Life.
2: Hey, Monica. What's going on? Oh, you know, just waiting for Mr. Jacobs to get off the phone. He was going to explain something to me. Are you having problems at school or something? No, it's more about something one of my friends said, Gabby. Was it a juicy secret? What? No, it wasn't a secret. That's just what someone who was keeping a secret would say.
0: All right, I'm back. I'm sorry about that, Monica.
1: How's Miss Fiona?
0: She's, she's well. Thanks for asking, Sage. Where were we, Monica?
2: You were about to explain what hypocrite was. A what?
0: Oh, that's right. The word hypocrite comes from ancient Greece, more specifically, the Greek theater.
2: Theater?
1: Like plays and music? Exactly.
0: Back then, actors would wear big clay masks, and the word hypocrite basically means a person who talks under a mask.
2: I don't get it. Why would my friends say people who go to church are hypocrites? I don't think I've ever seen anyone wearing a mask in church.
0: Maybe not a mask made out of clay or paper, but people often hide who they are by the way they behave.
2: You mean like actors?
0: Exactly, Gabby. Many times, especially in church, people expect everyone else to be perfect. They look down on anyone who does what is wrong, and at the same time, they hide the fact that they're just as bad.
1: It's like in school. Everyone wants to be cool, so they act tough and wear trendy clothes. But you know, under all that, they're just kids like any other kids.
0: Good example, Sage. When God tells us to be like Him in verses like Matthew 5.48, It becomes very uncool in church to admit that we aren't living perfect lives. So instead of admitting that we do wrong things, we often show up to church with a smile on our face, wearing nice clothes, and wanting to pretend that we don't have any troubles.
1: That can't be good.
0: You're right, Gabby. Back in Bible times, a lot of the priests and teachers acted this way. They would teach the people about God's laws and then treat them badly for not following these laws, pretending that they themselves were perfect. But in Matthew 23, Jesus lays it all out, showing everyone the badness in these people's hearts.
2: I'm sure they loved that. So, I think I get what you're saying, but do you have a drama script that I can explain it a bit more?
0: Uh, let's see what we can find.
2: And I'll listen to the radio while I wait.
0: And now. From the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the aromatic drama The Decorated Garbage Can and adapted Biblical teaching about hypocrisy. Once upon a time, in the Tinkerton Community Park, there was a plaza.
2: It's a place where the neighborhood can come and have dance festivals, concerts, open-air markets, protests, worship services, classes, and block parties. In short, it's great for all sorts of activities.
0: At least it would have been if it wasn't for one small thing.
1: The plaza has an
2: odor to it. Yeah, it's not good.
0: You see, on the south end of the plaza, right where the sun beats down, there sat a large garbage can, and like most garbage cans, this one in particular did not smell good.
1: I mean, it's no wonder. It's a garbage can. People throw all kinds of things in there.
0: The smell got so bad that people didn't want to be anywhere around the plaza.
2: I can't enjoy my birthday party with that smell in the air. I'm going home.
0: Eventually, the citizens got so fed up with it that they went to the city's park administrator.
1: Hello? What is it? I'm very busy. The garbage can in our park's plaza is revolting. Something must be done about it. Do you know that there are thousands of public trash cans in the city? I can't be expected to know which one you're talking about. That's why we brought a picture. Oh, is that one? Right. Well, I do see what you mean. Let me sign some more papers and things should be taken care of in eight to twelve weeks.
0: And so, a few months later, workmen were sent out, gas masks in hand, to take care of the problem. After they left, however, the smell was just as bad as before.
2: Yes? What is it now? I am very busy. That garbage can we came to complain about? It's just as bad as before. I'd say it's getting worse.
1: Look, I told you before, there are thousands of trash cans in the city. I can't... Show her the picture. Oh, that one looks good to me. That fresh coat of white paint really made it look inviting, didn't it? Inviting? Have you been anywhere near that thing recently? It's barely approachable. Okay, okay, calm down. I'll get my workers out there in a month or two.
0: And so, in four weeks' time, the work crew returned, gas masks in hand, to fix the problem. But after they left...
1: Come in. So about this trash can, here's the picture. You haven't fixed the problem. I don't know what your problem is. Look at that picture. There has never been a more beautiful garbage can in the history of our fair city. The flowers, the stars, the portraits. We flew in a famous artist, Le Baguette, to design a motif. Le Baguette, what more do you want? Spotlights, musical scores being played on the speakers? We do not have the budget for that.
0: The moral is that when we have things that are not right in our hearts, we often try to hide them. We act like there's nothing wrong, putting on a front of politeness, happiness, or even godly behavior. But even though it's well covered, our sin is not hidden from the ones who know us best, especially God. If we don't ask for His forgiveness and help, then no matter how good we look on the outside, we are still dirty on the inside. Kind of like a fancy garbage can that's packed full of very stinky garbage. You girls look like you've got a lot on your mind. Still studying for your play later?
1: That wasn't the most pressing thing on my mind. Yeah, me either. We've been learning a lot about this hypocrisy today, and that's kind of all I can think about right now. Yeah, same.
0: If you have any questions, I'm here to help.
1: Okay, so I guess I'll go first.
0: All right, what's your question, Sage?
1: You were talking earlier about how a lot of people in church and even the Bible teachers in Jesus' day were hypocrites, which first off is sad news. But it makes me wonder, if they are
2: hypocrites, then why should we listen to them? Yeah, it's like my friend says, Why would anyone go to church if that's what's happening?
0: That's a very important question, girls. And when Jesus was teaching his disciples about these Pharisees and other teachers, he told them that even though these teachers weren't doing what was right, people should still listen and follow the lessons that they were teaching because God's word is still true no matter who is teaching it.
2: And where in the Bible did he say that?
0: Matthew 23, verse three. It's a pretty important chapter when it comes to this kind of thing.
2: I'm just a little confused. How can people teach what God says and not do it? How can we trust someone like that?
0: That's a valid concern, Monica, and we do need to be careful about who we let teach us about the Bible. But a lot of the time, people don't practice what they preach because they are still learning how to follow God themselves. God still is working on all of us, and we need to be patient with each other.
1: Even grown-ups?
0: Especially us grown-ups. That being said, The older someone is, the more likely it is that they have made wrong choices. And they know what kinds of bad things can happen because of making foolish decisions. So they often try to warn us not to make the same mistakes they did.
1: That makes sense. Okay, but I go to church and I don't wanna be a hypocrite. How can I do that?
0: Ah yes, application. How can we not do what is wrong? I would say that we need to first repent.
2: Repent. You mean if we're already being a hypocrite, we need to stop doing that?
0: Right, we do this by paying attention to what we are telling other people not to do and making sure that we aren't doing the same thing. It's not easy, but it's what God tells us to do in Luke 6.42 and 1 Peter 2.1.
1: Okay, so repent, got it.
0: Next, I'd say to keep in mind that all of the wrong things we do won't stay secret forever. It's easy to look down on people for not being perfect while our own sins stay hidden. If we admit openly to others that we are doing the wrong thing, it's a lot harder for pride to grow in us.
2: I think I remember there's a verse that talks about that, be sure your sins will find you out, or something like that.
0: Numbers thirty-two, twenty-three.
1: Okay, but is that verse saying we need to make sure that we tell others about the wrong things we do, or that they won't be a secret forever?
0: You know, I'm not sure. But there are other verses like Luke 12:2 and James 5:16 that make me think the verse could mean either one or even both.
2: So, when it comes to my friend not wanting to come to church because she doesn't want to be around hypocrites, what do I do?
0: I think the best thing we can do is what we just talked about. Stop being hypocrites ourselves and being honest with those around us. If we are humble and live lives that are truthful, then not only are you showing your friend that not all Christians are hypocrites, but you will be an example to other people in your church of what it means to be humble and genuine believers. And they might let God change them so they won't live as hypocrites either.
1: Yeah, I think we all will need God's help to change. Yeah, me too. Do you guys wanna pray about it right now? I can start. And maybe we can talk about some of the things that I, I mean, we are having a hard time with, like bad choices we're making. We can do that.
0: I'll let you girls have some privacy.
1: Are you sure? We can go somewhere else so you don't have to leave your garage.
0: Oh, that's okay. I need to take Flynn for a walk anyway.
2: Thanks. Okay. Anything we need to do before we get started? I don't think so. Maybe turn off the radio? Good idea. I'll get it.